Oh, what's up, everybody? Jose here with Hella Average Podcast. And yes, I had to record it. This is like take three because I just fucked up. Go figure. All right. Roll that fucking intro. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Adam Sandler, and uh, you're listening to two guys who are not Jews. It's Juan and Joe, and it's the podcast. Shabby doo. Hee hoo! Oh, man. Okay. Well, I am. They gotta cut this like a minute into me just talking to myself, like I usually do, but this time it wasn't recording. So it's a good thing I actually looked because I took a little glimpse at my readings of my audio and yeah, it just wasn't working out. (laughs) That would have sucked. And it would have been the first time. Okay. Well, I'm attempting to record a little bit earlier in the week this time. I'm a little, I don't know, a little messed up on my days of the week. Uh, today because it's actually Tuesday. I keep thinking it's Monday. I didn't work yesterday and I actually didn't work all weekend because yes, I'll get to that in a second. So I usually work, you know, almost every day, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't worked for the last few days and oh, it's been great, but holy shit, is it hard kind of hard to get back into the routine sometimes not to mention that I actually am taking the week off from the gym also so my days are completely fucking screwed up now that's usually what keeps my days on track are the days I have to go work out because you know chest day Wednesday or sorry chest day back day shoulder day all that stuff coincide with the day of the weeks the days of the week yeah something like that And yeah, this time, because I haven't worked for the last few days, I haven't worked out for the last few days, which is a little hard for me to take, really. I'm a little uh, screwed up in my days of the week. I really am. Uh, So, how many times am I going to say days of the week in this podcast? Yeah. Um, So, anyways... Uh, uh, yes, thank you again for stopping by and taking a listen. Always appreciate you guys. Truly, um, always uh, good for me and and for helping me in every aspect. And we'll see how I am today because here it is. I haven't worked for the last few days because yes, my family finally was able. To make it to town, which you guys know I've been talking about it for the last few weeks and been super excited about it. And yes, I was very, very happy over the weekend. It was absolutely fantastic. I mean, I don't think it could have turned out better. It was absolutely amazing. They got in Saturday afternoon left yesterday and it was wonderful to have my family here visiting me my parents my sister and her husband and the two boys my nephews 
which are her kids. And I just, uh, it's, it's, it's really just, it's the best feeling in the fucking world. And you know what even multiplies that feeling even more is when you're able to combine your family with your closest friends to hang out. There is and 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 the and how it went and how we all spent time together was was absolutely perfect. It was absolutely perfect. It I I couldn't have hoped for it better. And I was nervous, honestly. So this is the first time that most of my friends, close friends, met my parents. I think only my buddy Mike is the only one that met my parents. I, yeah, the rest of the friends that were here or were there did not. So it's pretty crazy, especially being that I've known Connie and Scott for, I know, at least 10 years. So it was, it was fantastic. I get a little nervous sometimes um, with my parents, especially with my mom. So my parents aren't the easiest people to entertain. I think I mentioned that. Not that it's a bad thing. Fact of the matter is, as I mentioned, they don't have any really hobbies. They don't watch television. They don't drink. They don't go out to bars. They don't do anything. What they do is they like to eat. They like plants. And they like the Jehovah Witness religion. And that's about it. Now, I like to eat, so I'm in. And while they're here for the rest of the two, I, uh, the other two, I, I, I don't know <laughs> what else we can do. So when I told my boy Mike he wanted to really have a party at his house, I mean, we usually do, but of course this was a little bit more of a special occasion for my parents. And he wanted to have a party at his house for my family because they were coming in. And my parents adore him. He adores them. And it was just one thing that I was a little nervous about because my mom is a little bit of an introvert. Not so much my dad. My dad's a pretty happy dude. He can get along with just about anybody. And, and he likes to have a good time. He, he he really does. He just basically does anything my mom does. So if my mom doesn't want to do something, even though my dad would like to, he doesn't because my mom does not. So it gets a little tricky sometimes. But I was a little nervous this time. I was a lot nervous actually this time that I don't know if my parents wanted to go over somebody else's house because my mom, again, and she's told me in the past, it doesn't matter if it's a an anniversary party or or like a baby shower or anything like that. Even before she really was deep into the religion, she was always she she never wanted to go to the parties, you know, and she loved to dance and my dad does too. And then they um and my mom would tell me she just didn't want to go, as I think a lot of us have felt that before. That you don't want to go, and then you don't want to go, and then you go, and you end up having this wonderful time. So my mom has expressed that to me before. So I thought, okay, I'm going to come over, 
Gonna go to Mike's house, who, again, she did meet, but has never been to his house, but has never met anybody outside of that. Also, it's a bunch of, for the most part, you know, white people, Americans, that's only speak English. And that, of course, does make it a little tougher for my parents, especially my mom. But Mike does speak fluent Spanish. Yes, he's a white dude, but he speaks fluent Spanish. And that helped a little bit. And then my other buddy's wife is Mexican and she speaks Spanish. So I knew there was a little bit of hope there. Regardless, new house, new people. Either way, I knew my mom was uh, might be in a little comfortable. So I was just hoping she'd be okay. They were going to make food. My mom has not been able to eat a lot of stuff because she's got some health issues that they uh, that it messes with her. So yeah, uh, Mike decided he was going to cook ribs. I, had, I asked my mom about that. They were fine. The only concern she was is like, I can't eat meat. That's hard. I said, that's okay. Mike makes ribs where they fall off the bone. That is if he doesn't burn them. And that does happen because alcohol is a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. But I told her that. She said, that's cool. Uh, the uh, My buddy's wife made some beans. My other buddy's girlfriend made um, like this uh, butternut squash. And was it quinoa? I think. Everything was fantastic, and I decided I was going to go buy some carne asada and some jalapenos and so forth. So we had plenty of food. I knew that I could have, like, I was going to get carne asada for my mom. So I knew if there's anything she was going to eat, at least it was going to be that. So, yeah, went to the carneseria. That's meat market uh, for you uh, white folk. I'm sure you guys already know that. I'm just being an asshole, a bigot. Is that? Yeah, I think that's a safe word for me to be. So fuck you all. Um, and yeah, went over there, grabbed some meat. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, you remember, they just got here around noontime and we were meeting at Mike's at three o'clock. So it wasn't a lot of time for them to kind of rest up. But yeah, got that came home i forgot what we did and then went to mike's house and everybody was already there i think uh i think we all got there around 3 30 uh everybody else was there at three and it turned out to be absolutely fantastic my mom who doesn't again talk a lot she seemed to have a blast. My dad had a beer, and thanks to Mike, well, not only thanks to Mike and Connie, I, I just want to say, which is my buddy's wife, because they speak Spanish, really helped them be comfortable. But not only that, all of my other friends who speak nothing but English really helped them feel extremely comfortable, and they absolutely enjoyed themselves i couldn't believe it they really did my sister enjoyed herself who she's met a couple of them before not all of them but she met a couple of them before she's a she she doesn't mind having a little fun but she doesn't drink either and her husband is extremely quiet fucking dude i mean so quiet and um 
And so he was there, but he was actually talking and laughing. As a matter of fact, my dad even said, I never seen Doug, not my boy Doug. Thank God. So don't fucking even think that. This her husband's name is Doug too. Was just having a good time and talking and laughing. And of course, me and the boys, well, we don't need much help to do that. You give us some beer, some fucking cigars, some music, some friends, and we're good to go. It was, everybody ended up having such a great time. I che- I kept, I was t- visiting with my parents quite a bit. They seemed to just be enjoying themselves. Even played some Vicente Fernandez, some Mexican music for my mom. And they all, they just, everybody just had a, a, a wonderful time. We ate, we stuffed our fucking faces. We drank our bellies full. Oh, shit. It was absolutely amazing. I think I, I hadn't eaten a little too much, but I was able to overcome and still drink beer, thankfully. It was, yeah, I know. It was it was a tough road, but I made it through. I, have, I powered through and flexed the muscles, and yeah, I got through it. And by the end of the night, I had drank quite a bit of beers, as we all did, minus my parents and my sister. And it it was just great to see uh, my friends interact with my parents and vice versa. My parents laughing and and being, they actually stayed out, stayed a little bit later than I anticipated. Eventually, you know, my, my, my sister and her husband took them. They all went back to the hotel room while the boys stayed back because they stayed with me, of course, um, because they liked to motherfucking party. And it was, um, it was just absolutely excellent. It really was. I I just have this warm feeling in my heart right now, and it depresses me to a point because, of course, it's over. And I just look forward to that shit so bad. It seems like it takes forever to get here, and it passes like that. And when you look back, it just it just oh feels so good, and we just. We just have a, such a great time, and and I don't want it to end. But the 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 thing that sucks is like it passed so quick, and now I just at least I have great memories. But man, I I wish it was something I could look forward to again, like this weekend. Like I mean, I do have something, but you, you know, with my with my family being here, so that's the one thing I always man I can't fucking stand is that. I when I'm going back home to visit family and friends, or they're coming here to visit me, and when they leave, man, it puts me in a in a in just a bad spot in my head. It just puts me in this sad, like depressed state of mind. I, you know, fuck, don't want to go, don't want to. Like I wish I didn't have to just keep working to make money. I wish it was all good. I could spend a couple weeks with them. You know that that kind of stuff. It really puts a fucking dark spot in my in my head, and just puts me in a spot that's hard for me to recover. It actually takes like a couple days for me to recover from it because it's tough. Which is one thing, one reason why I wanted to do this because it I was in a bad spot all day. And I still kind of am, but I knew that this would probably help me. And I wanted to share with you guys how great of a fucking time I had with my family. And I knew, everybody knew, or 
all three of you that listened to this knew that that's what I was uh, planning for and excited for, and it turned out to be fantastic. So that night was fucking great. I actually made it a little bit of an early night because I knew that we were going to head out the next day. And so we actually called it a night at 1230, me and the boys, and it was perfect. Even though I drank quite a bit, I actually drank a lot of water, some electrolytes, and I was feeling I was feeling good. So unfortunately, I couldn't say that for my other two buddies um, because, and one of them being Mike, well, they ended up staying up a little bit later, I think, than they actually probably anticipated, which was... 5 30 in the morning and they were fucking donezo for the entire sunday i i think one of them went to bed at 8 30 and the other one went to bed at 9 30 when you're drinking that much i mean if i i was i had i had throw down a few soldiers by 12 30 let alone by 5 30 if it wasn't for my parents i probably have been there right with them thank god i didn't Holy shit, I couldn't believe. I know that I've stayed up there you know, at 3 30, 4 o'clock and I'm hurting. That must have that was brutal. And they said it was brutal. I saw Mike yesterday. It was it was crazy. So yes, early night saved my ass. And yeah, and the next day we went out to breakfast, had a fucking great meal, and then went to the uh World Wildlife Zoo, which my mom wanted to go somewhere. You know, like I had mentioned, I think also before, she gets tired pretty easy. So don't want to take her out for too long or for too much. And then it was a little warm that day. So she wanted to go somewhere she's never been. And I figured, well, why not the World Wildlife Zoo? And we get there, pay. By the way, 40 fucking dollars a pop. Whew, man. Thank God for coupons. Saved Saved us a grip. Um, and then we get there. My mom goes, oh, yeah, we've been here before. And I was like, what? And then my sister said, I've been here before. And I was like, what? So, yeah, they were there before. And my mom wanted to do something that she had never done before. But, you know, I can't take all the accountability, all the responsibility for that. I didn't realize that my parents hadn't been here for about four or five years, which blew my mind. So I ended up taking them somewhere where they've already been. Damn it. But they still had an amazing time, actually. We still had a good time. At least you could see different animals. Oh, the the, the nursery building with all the baby animals. Fucking forget about it. That is like, that's the cutest shit you've ever seen. Especially this little, I think it was a little baby leopard. She was absolutely, I mean, she was the size of a, a, maybe a small, well, let's see. About the size of a small female cat. She was so tiny and she was just playing and absolutely, I, I, wanted, I wanted to take that little shit course later on um she'd probably just kill everybody so she was absolutely adorable though but that's always good to see and you know there's different animals and and just a lot of fun shit and then there's a couple you know i know so 
the kids and I were just laughing because the ones that have the biggest fucking attitude at the at, at the gym I was gonna say <laughs> the ones that have the biggest fucking attitude at the zoo are the goddamn birds. And there's a there's a couple birds in particular. I mean, those motherfuckers like seriously want to want to talk some shit. We see we seen lions, we seen tigers, um, rhinos, of course, a bunch of monkeys. Um, I don't know. It's uh, well, yeah, snakes, crocs, whatever. Yes, most of them are just sleeping or just kicking back, whatever. I mean, nobody has no attitude like those goddamn fucking birds. I forgot the crane one, who, by the way, stands probably right around five feet tall with this big ass beak, and. He's luckily caged by this, uh, like a net style of a uh, cage. That motherfucker be like looking over the uh, the the stumps logs that surrounded as a fence and poking his beak through there. Like, hey, motherfucker, what's up? Like, just I swear to God, just straight talking shit, just punking you, and he don't give a fuck. As a like, goddamn, and then. As you walk away, he's like kind of like walking behind you, you know, behind the cage. He's kind of walking behind you like, hey, where you going, bitch? Why why are you walking away? Yeah, that's right. Walk away. Walk away. Like straight attitude. Don't get your goddamn face near that thing. He'll poke your he'll poke your he'll poke your eyes out, man, or whatever else he can get a hold of. He was no joke. I'm assuming it's a he. Major I I couldn't believe it. It's like I was more afraid of these the other bird, and I'll tell you in a second. I was more afraid of those two birds than I think I was afraid of anything fucking else there. They straight are just just mean and no fear, no fucks given. They're there. They're there to fucking like start some shit, you know? And then as we walk a little bit further, <laughs> there's this sign. And it's and this and these the stones are even shorter than the other one because it's pretty small. Obviously, they clipped this bird's wings. I, I'm I'm assuming so. And it was just one of them. And walk up, and he's got a little bit of a of, of an area to walk around in. And I forgot what kind it is, but it was a goose. Now, it wasn't your normal, like, long-necked white goose, you know, like kind of like what the swans also look like. But he looked just a little, he looked exactly like a duck, maybe just a little bit bigger. And not that much bigger, but just a little bit bigger. And that motherfucker was just ready to, was ready to roll. Like, I mean, he, he, he wanted a piece of everybody that walked by his shit. He didn't, he, he was so adamant about wanting to, wanting a piece of somebody he would run after you, even though he was enclosed and couldn't get you, and start fucking pecking at the goddamn wood. Like it's like almost like an intimidating moment where some, you know, you're fighting some dude and he's smashing his head up against a goddamn wall or or a car. Like, come on, like th- this fucking guy, this fucking bird was out of his goddamn mind, and I saw him. Man, it's so goddamn funny. Him like like running like the waddle run is is the fucking best because he's like 
booking it, but he's waddling and he's just like, you know, no like wings still down. And he is just like, yo, come on, bitch. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's roll. Come on. You know, like, yeah, you best walk away, motherfucker. You best walk away. I mean, seriously, if you want some of this shit, just, I just straight, just straight mad dogging everybody and wanting, I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm not exaggerating. He wanted a piece of everybody and anybody that walked by. He didn't give a fuck if you were a girl or a guy, how big you were. He didn't give, he didn't give two shits. He just knows he was, he wanted, he wanted to fucking get in a fight. And I was just laughing and he was just so mean. I was just, holy shit. I mean, thank God we were enclosed or he was enclosed because I, I would have been afraid of that little bastard. He tried to punt that little shit. He probably just latch onto you and just start whooping your ass. I was, I was fucking dying. It was, it was, I, those were probably some of my favorite moments there because they were just, just full of attitude and just no fear, no fear at all. I, I should have taken some video and pictures and I didn't because it just cracked me up. That shit would have been funny to like voice that over or TikTok that shit, you know, or I mean, like just voice it over. So fucking hysterical. And I seen him first time going after some cat, some dude anyway, as he's walking away and he just like was running towards him and pecking at the, at the wood. Uh, yeah. So then we, we got to, uh, what are they? The sky chairs or some shit like that, which if, you know, my, my mom is quite afraid of heights. I mean, she's pretty fearful of them and, and man, a nod to my mom's. She actually was like, hey, let's go on the chairs up there. I was like, what? Are you sure? It's like, yeah, it's not too high. You know, it's just maybe, I don't know, 20 feet high, maybe 30, somewhere around there. And my, it's like, mama, are you sure? This is a little high. And you know how sometimes you think that things aren't that high until you get up there and you're like, oh, shit, this is not, this is, this is way fucking higher than I thought. Especially when you're planning on like doing some, I don't know, jump off into the water or some shit like that you know uh so i was like ah oh, you sure and like okay so we all decided to go my mom wanted to go up there and although they did have to stop the ride because they didn't understand how to get on and uh my both my mom and my dad almost got ran over by the fucking chair <laughs> <laughs> I mean to laugh, but I do. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, look forward, look forward. They're like turning around to go sit down. It's like, no, look forward, and they're like, how to stop the entire ride? I was like, oh shit. Um, but my mom was a champ, man. She was a trooper. She went up on the on the lifts and just and and was great. She's like, yeah, that was great. She actually, you know, had a good time. I was I was thoroughly impressed by her. So. That was that was quite cool to see, and I'm, I was glad to see my mom actually try something because she doesn't. A lot of times she's, you know, either doesn't want to try something, just afraid to try something. The fact of the matter is she just won't do it. So that was absolutely fucking cool to see, and I was really happy for that. So hell yes, mom's, mom's was a trooper. Uh, yeah. And then after that, we just, you know, kind of went to the aquariums, which are some of my favorites and, uh, just saw a bunch of like oh, the otters, which are some of the, the best ones to see. 
big ass fucking fishes and um oh we we uh, pet these uh the the what the stingrays or whatever and there's this one that was just like a dog or a cat just wanting attention almost coming up out of the water just wanting to get pet and it was fucking crazy i i mean seriously it it was so playful all it did is want to get pet it was half part out of the water just i mean it was even you can even hear it sucking wind like jesus christ and just just placeful shit uh it was it was it was incredible so i know there was a few other things there um but the the birds man made me fucking laugh i i it was it was so hysterical but yeah we uh we eventually wrapped that up went around through the aquariums and um you know floating over the uh uh you know on the on the, on the what was that I, I just called them the which was actually a good name the lift right yeah um over the goddamn kangaroos that are i absolutely i i i think kangaroos got to be lazier than cats at least there they are because this we were there for four hours and the goddamn fucking kangaroos because the lift goes over the the kangaroo exhibit passed out in the same fucking spot they were when we first came by them and they just don't they don't move maybe, maybe they i don't think they're nocturnal right i don't know I couldn't fucking believe it. So it was cool to see all that shit though. Swans with fucking attitudes. You and those of course aren't enclosed in because so you don't want to even get no near to those bastards. Um they they uh yeah, they take no shit. I'm telling you the birds, man. The fucking birds are the ones you gotta be more careful of. Uh and yeah, the the otters were badass. Um everything was. And yeah, wrapped it up and and then uh, went home and, or not home, we went to uh, Mexican Joint and grabbed ourselves some food. Oh, good shit. And then, of course, parents and my sister and then went home and, or went to the motel. And then the boys and I, of course, came home and tied one on, as we always do. This time we did step a little bit later than I thought, than we should have. Although I thought my parents, because, I, so my mom w- did really, really well at the zoo, wasn't really that tired, completely impressed. So I figured, okay, they're going to be worn out. So they're not going to get up till a little bit later on Monday. And no, they actually got up earlier than the day before. Shit. So I we ended up being a little bit later and we had to really get up and went to breakfast and it was again fantastic so what a great fucking day for me well great weekend for i guess all of us and yeah made it home safe yesterday and um just just a great time so much so i hella food in the fridge from leftovers of course the boys accidentally forgot theirs and it's not the healthiest shit so i don't try not to eat all that stuff but can't let it go to waste so i got a snack on a snack on it here and there especially me not going to the gym shit I'll uh I'll be a fat pig by the end of the week if that happens. Um oh man, what what a what a great time though. What a great time. And uh yeah, and so uh this week we are heading over to City Hall once again, which should be a good time. Hopefully uh the our uh our two boys are don't get sick again and you know um, have to duck out early. Oh, 
plan is, of course, not to happen. So that means, I would say it's a little bit of a makeup party for our birthday boy to join us in. He can't, he's still not 100%, but he's definitely on board to yeah, have a little bit of a good time, which will be fun. Um, all right, so I don't know if any of you guys watch the Oscars or anything like that. I don't. I fucking hate anything to do with that shit. I don't think um, being a celebrity would be fun, okay? I, I'm not doubting that. I would like to be, yeah, I would be like, I'd like to be an actor or something like that. Absolutely. But these people are still people. And a lot of them are just pieces of shit. It's true. A lot of them are pieces of shit. And I would say probably the most hypocritical people you could possibly meet. So to me... Fuck the Oscars and fuck any award show. All they're going to do is, all they want to do is pat themselves, um, basically, yeah, pat themselves and each other on the back of, hey, what a, how awesome you've done and how much money they've made and this and that bullshit. I mean, did you hear the swag bag that they got for the Oscars? In the swag bag was 200 thousand dollars worth of shit these are again these are the fucking people that already make millions acting and a lot of them are assholes so i was laughing the fact is that that the oscars were the lowest the lowest fucking rated they've ever been. That puts a smile on my face. I can't imagine that a lot of people aren't cheering for that. I think, I think in a way you have to be because these people that talk all this nonsense about, um, about being, uh, what do they say? Woke, right? Being in the know, being that they're the ones that are, are the the ones that should basically put themselves as we are the best examples and we're here to lead everybody else because we know what's right and what's wrong and and we need to teach everybody the same thing and the same values and this and that yet they always doing bullshit around behind the back they're the ones getting two hundred thousand dollars swag bags they're there fucking trying to uh you know pat each other on the back like shit like that and then they get to the point where they they're basically they're woke and this this article puts it broke uh, <laughs> puts it fine go woke go broke because the oscars are now and just like just about anything else is political it has nothing to do with fucking jokes and and entertainment and feeling making you feel better everybody they they just want to have their fucking time and say shit because they think we give a fuck what they have to say or what they think or what they believe and they want to always get political about shit and i'm i'm just glad that part of this is biting them in the fucking ass and it should it's well deserved i mean i saw that when in in, in 1998 
It was the 70th annual Academy Awards or some shit. And the, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the people that tuned in were 57 million people. All right. And I didn't even realize that they were on until I heard it on the podcast, a couple podcasts this morning. So now this year, 2021, it ended up being 9.85 million people, 47 million fewer people than it was back in 98. That is a substantial, substantial drop. And yeah, people can say, well, their streaming options sucking away viewers and, you know, there's so many ways else to view it and this and that. This television is still the way that it's viewed most. And you can still get ratings from that. Everybody, you're not going to, like, shit's not going to air if it doesn't get any ratings. And here's the other thing, too, is like in 2014, it was 40 million people that watched it. So you, it's, it's ridiculous that, you know, they try to blame it on other people. Here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the bottom line. People are tired of your shit and tired of your, what you speak and, and everything that comes out of your fucking mouth, especially when it comes down to just politics. And most of the time they don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't talk politics because you know why? Cause I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Only thing I, be, only thing I talk about is what my opinions are, and that's it. And it's not anything to sway anybody else's thoughts or sway anybody else's opinions. It's just letting you know that's my opinion. You have your opinion. I respect that, and that's just the way it is. I'm not here trying to change your mind as what happens with most people. I think it was great that people are like, you know what? We're tired of your shit. We were here. We had a shitty, well, most people want to say I had a shitty year with 2020, the pandemic and blah, blah, blah. And really, it's only shitty if you look at it that way. Can it be? I mean, was it shitty for some people with certain situations? Absolutely. But I'm just saying in general, it could have been a far worse. Now, some people had it far worse, but some people have had really, really bad years on a non-pandemic year. So, you know, it happens. Now, you still want to finally start getting away from that and having some entertainment value. Like, help these, help the majority of the people feel better. We're here to laugh. We're here to have a good time, this and that. No. Acceptance speech right here by one person by the call of Trayvon Free. And I'm sure maybe I've seen him. I don't know who he is because I do follow a lot of, movies and films and things like that but here he says and and this is uh this is a quote because the acceptance speeches were just ridiculous again there's so much shit here with like the stephen colbert's and the never and the trevor noah's the seth meyers that all they do is talk about political garbage and that's all they want to do is make jokes about that and ugh, god whatever anyways so here's a quote by this by this guy by the name of trayvon free today today this okay this is not just a quote this is an ex, this is an acceptance speech 
Let me let me put a little more perspective on this. This is after he won the best live action short Oscar, whatever the fuck that means. Probably some of you do. After winning the best live action short Oscar award. This is his acceptance speech. Today the police will kill three people. And tomorrow the police will kill three people. And the day after that, the police will kill three people because on average, on average, the police in America every day kill three people, which amounts to about a thousand people a year. And those people happen to disproportionately be black people. Okay. I'm not a fan of the fucking cops. I never have. I never was. I never will be. However, I've met some pretty decent cops and some really cool cops. To me, most of them are fucking dicks, at least the way they carry themselves and the way, at least the way they are. Now, I don't believe that they're just fucking shooting random people all over the place. The stuff that's happened with like the um the shooting of um you know the uh, the unfortunately the victims and that were black, so I'm not I'm not uh diminishing that at all. That's all 100% accurate. Yeah. I mean, those type of cops need to fucking go away and well they need to just get put in a, just a regular general population prison and you know let uh karma take care of that right but i'm just saying just in general is most cops i would say aren't going around just fucking shooting people because they want to most cops are assholes i do agree with that so they said and i'm reading this from the hill.com Besides the speech being utterly depressing to give at what is supposed to be a celebratory award show, which is true, it also leaves out one very key element. An overwhelming majority of people who die at the hands of police, George Floyd notwithstanding, and 100% accurate, are armed at the time. Free doesn't bother sharing that part, no doubt leading some viewies, viewies, particularly younger ones, to believe that cops are just playing target practice with unarmed victims on a daily and nightly basis. That's what's... That's what I'm saying. Most of them are armed or as some type of threat. Unfortunately, recently there's been a lot that don't go... don't shouldn't, shouldn't happen that way. But in essence, yeah, most of them are... are are going through a, a fucking gig like that. And of course he leaves that shit out on purpose. You know why? Because he's a celebrity and he knows what he's talking about. And he knows that he can get a following. And as long as you edit your shit and leave certain elements out, oh yeah, you're the hero. And now you're even bigger than what you already thought you were. So regardless, and here it is, regardless of the argument, many Americans don't want to hear about anything political at the Oscars, 100%. Increasingly, the ceremonies are less about entertainment honors and more about progressive politics, which inevitably annoys those in the audience who disagree. Whether I agree or disagree, I don't fucking care. I don't want to, first of all, I'm not watching the goddamn Oscars. That's a waste of my time. Brain rotting shit. And... Nobody wants to hear that shit. So that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. It's it's like you know 
this is all they want to do. This is all they want to set on to try to put themselves in some type of pedestal that they think they belong on. Well, you know, I just think it's, I think it's just crazy. So I, I, I get it. I get it. That who wants to go see, who wants to watch shit like that? Sports is one thing that was the one thing that never had that type of shit. And then they start to introduce it a lot, a lot. I mean, just the majority of it. At the point where I was like, I'm not watching sports anymore. That's exactly what happened. And then you got that fuck LeBron James spouting his goddamn mouth off because he thinks he's a, he seriously thinks he is a king. I, 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 I have no doubt he thinks he's a fucking king of everything, of everyone. And you know what? I'm a Lakers fan and I've always been a Lakers fan. And I always will be. I just wish that asshole wasn't on the Lakers team because I don't like him. I think he's a fucking asshole. And he's a hypocrite. He's a hypocritical. Um, what's he? Uh, I want to say something not so. Like he's a he's just a hypocritical celebrity asshole. That your 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 typical person that feels like everybody should listen to him and that he is right. And he just needs to shut his big fucking mouth and just play play basketball, because I I just I, and in in his business that he runs, good for him, but I I can't stand the fucking dude and and that's again that's why I kind of I, I backed off on sports a little bit. This shit gets old, man, and uh, and and I and I think people are running the same way because. Are feeling the same way because here, here's the thing. They said in the same year that the 57 million tuned in for the Oscars, 37 million watched Michael Jordan's Bull win their sixth championship in Utah, uh, which was fantastic. I was gonna say, excuse me, but why bother? Last year's NBA Finals with LeBron James, the wokest of all woke players, which I actually love that. That's fucking great. Great writing right there. Hats off to the hill. Was watched by 5.6 million when the Lakers clinched the title. That's more than 30 million viewers gone. The fact of the matter is, I'm glad that it fell on their face, which I didn't even know that they actually decided to not have um a a host and i was trying to i was trying to find it here because i saw it somewhere so my apologies let me let me look here okay which again i didn't realize this but there wasn't even a host for the show because i guess the academy thought that they had this great idea to eliminate the position for reasons that they didn't actually state. Um, when a raw, you know, or unfiltered talent such as Ricky Gervais would have been just a person to lift our spirits, right? But I didn't realize they didn't even have a host. Like, you're taking probably one of the parts, I would say, that most people look forward to in those type of garbage ass productions is at least if you have a comedian at least you'll have something entertaining and actually calling out these fucking uh 
assholes that think they're higher than everybody else. And straight putting them in their place. And that I like to watch. I I would like to see if somebody just cut only on, on other on past award shows. If they only cut the host only, who gives a shit about the awards? I wanted to I just want to see his or hers. Um I almost want to say monologue, but hosting, and that's it. Cut all the other garbage out. I don't need that stuff. And 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 it's so funny because Anthony Hopkins actually won, I guess. <laughs> no, it, now that I'm laughing. Anthony Hopkins, I like I love Anthony Hopkins. So I'm not laughing at the fact that he won. What I'm laughing about is what he did after he won. Um did he give an acceptance speech? No, he did not. Why? Because he wasn't even at the fucking show. And then they tried to Zoom video him in because he's in Wales, I guess. And that didn't happen because I guess he was passed out already in fucking bed. That's how much he gave a shit about the Oscars and winning one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Go woke, go broke. You know what? I like that. I thought that was fucking hysterical. So I was very happy to see that. And uh, it's always a good thing um, when people get a taste of their own medicine and see, you're not as bad as you think. Of course, they're going to get group up somewhere like they just don't know what it is to be like us and having such a difficult life. And wah, wah, wah. These fucking goddamn first world problems that we don't even know in the first world problems. It's like the 1% problems, you know? Yes, I understand that we're the 1%, but that's a bunch of horse shit too. And here's why. Because you can't compare that to the cost of living. Yes, we make more money as far as like, yeah, do I make more money than a lot of people in this world do? Of course. But the majority of the world, unfortunately, is living in poverty or below and also don't have a chance to get above that. Now, they, unfortunately, still poverty-stricken, are able to survive. However, if they were able to just make, say, $10,000 a year, they would be living high, okay? That's because it's compared to what their, uh, what, what, what their country is, right? Here... You can't survive on under $35,000 a year. You'll be lucky. Now, can you make it work? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, am I, you know, are we all 1% of the world? Yeah. But it's not 1% of the world. It's 1% to your immediate, I guess, to your country or to around to your surroundings, right? It is the um, per capita kind of thing. I'm nowhere near the 1% when it comes down to the U.S. So um, so don't give me that bullshit. I know what you mean on that, and that that's not the way it works. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, it, it was, it, it just makes me laugh. So um, I was going to call Doug, but, oh, shit, it's already late. Hmm. Maybe I should try. I can always put them on for later, right? I don't know. 
We'll see. One thing I did want to uh, quickly mention, and almost almost time to cut the podcast, I call it a night, is, okay, we went to the zoo, one of the look, one of the snack bars had seated inside, which is the main one. The rest of them, of course, did not because we're still dealing with this fucking shit, even though a lot of these things have lifted. Whether you agree with me or not, I don't give a shit. My opinion, again, and you can believe what you want, my opinion is, fuck the masks. The shit's been lifted. I'm done with it. Let us make our own decisions, just as some people want to wear seatbelts. And other people don't. We're adults. Let us fucking make our own decisions at this point. So we had to sit outside. And one of them wasn't bad. We sat in the shade and this and that. The tables. Okay. These are like the picnic tables. So they're a little bit different. However, the the filthiness of these fucking things. God damn. I wonder, I wonder if there'd be less. I bet you there's less germs. On a goddamn toilet than there is on the on those tables. They weren't necessarily sticky. I didn't see anybody wiping them down the entire time. I seriously doubt anybody is wiping them down, and who knows when the last time that was that has happened. Now, at least they weren't sticky to the touch immediately. But holy shit, there was just either there were stains from a long time ago or stains from earlier that day. And it was just filth. I mean, fucking red and, you know, because they have ices and, and orange from soda and just, I mean, absolutely crazy, crazy shit. So I I, I have to say the those are picnic tables. But why is it when you go sit outside just about any place, okay, whether it's Starbucks it's a, you know, eatery, some type of dine diner, some type of place eating joint that has, you know, seating outside. And and this goes this 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 sometimes goes for actual restaurants that have chairs and tables outside. I'm also, but I'm also, but I'm talking more about just like the little the little places. I mean. I would say that Starbucks is a great example as far as size of the building. Why is it that every goddamn table you sit at is wobbly and just like complete garbage? N- not balanced. This thing is all over the place. If you have a drink that's halfway full, that fucking thing is going to be spilling out of the cup. You can't put your arms on on the table without it almost catapulting whatever is on the other side off the fucking table onto the goddamn ground. So why are they always just pieces of shit? And why doesn't anybody do anything about them? I don't fucking understand that. Man, I'm telling you, there's got to be owners of businesses or whomever that go, hey, you know what? My focus is having those tables on the outside be if not better than the ones on the inside. We're in Phoenix. Most of us sit outside for, for most of the year. Fix the fucking tables, man. This shit is always a pain in the ass. And then, 
just to complement things a little bit more, your goddamn chair is the same fucking way. It's just wobbly all over the place. Like you're just like it's almost like a rocking chair, but sideways. You know, it's it's like it's missing part of a, a part of a leg, and and most of them are com- completely uncomfortable. You almost have to take those. Remember, I don't know if you, if anybody remembers the pads that you would take with you so you could um sit on you know for especially for us dudes that are basically sitting on our spine most of the time sit down so at least we had some cushion on those you know concrete seats of a of a of a whether it be a race game or bleachers at a fucking game things like that i mean you have to start taking your own pad or like what's going on why is it that these people just go the absolute cheapest, cheapest route they could possibly go and not give a shit. I understand the plastic chairs used to be a thing. Those things break even easier and whatever. But why is it that the outside furniture is always garbage? Why? I don't get it. Give me somewhere nice to be sitting outside. Maybe they don't want you to sit there. Is that what it is? They don't want you to stay there and camp out. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. They need to change that shit, but that shit gets old. I'm clean the goddamn fucking tables every once in a while. God damn it, you pigs. Oh, all right. Well, I was going to call Doug, but maybe I'll call him tomorrow. I'll record it if he answers, and we'll go from there. I have some other shit I got to get to, especially I have to catch up after having, you know, after taking a few days off. I got some work to do, and... At least I don't have to go work out tomorrow. Woo, it's going to be hard on the mindset. I like that the body gets to recover and my joints get to heal a little bit, but my mind, it really takes a toll on it. I think I've always said that the gym helps me keep my sanity, and I'm not shitting. It really doesn't. It helps my uh, mood for the day feel so much better. The endorphins, the dopamine levels, the feel of being productive so early in general and having the way your body feels is just fantastic. And I don't know if I've ever, if I have, it's been a long time that I've gone this long without a break. The last time I took a break was in the beginning of November. I would always do every 14 to 16 weeks, no exception, always did it. And this time I haven't done it. So I forced myself and very difficult to do so. I did. I'm still thinking I can still do two a days tomorrow and still catch up. I'm, I'm going to try to just let it go. And remember, I'm, I'm going to go, which is so fantastic. I'm going to go see my parents in a month. So I'm going to go back home and I can't wait. That means I might have to miss a day or two at the gym. And there it goes. There goes all my fucking gains. At least that's what it feels like, right? So then I was thinking, well, I could wait out for another month and then I could take a week off then, which when I get there, I'm going to wish I did. I'm really going to wish I did. I'm also afraid that once I got there, I'd go, well, I can't this week off because I'm having this, this, and this come up and I can't do that either. We'll see how I feel. So if I'm not here next week doing a podcast, that means I... uh, Maybe I just fucking chuck myself out because I couldn't take it. And the gym, the lack of 
the lack of being at the gym made me go fucking crazy. And um, either I bought a rope for myself or for others, and who knows what the hell happened. So let's hope I see you guys, or let's hope I'm here and you guys get to hear me <coughs> next week. <laughs> I don't know, something happened in my throat there. Okay, so, um, yes, thank you again for taking the time to listen. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Download that shit. Do me a solid. Help me out, man. Help me out. I really don't always beg for things. I hardly ever do beg for things. For this, I am begging. Just a little bit, at least. And I'm also begging for the YouTube. I'm working on a video, so... This one is going to be out soon. But uh, check out the other videos. I have some animations on there that are always fucking great. And um, have done quite a few of them. And I enjoy them. I might create some NFTs out of that shit. Uh, Subscribe to that too. That always helps me out. Like a couple videos here and there. Hit that bell if you could. That helps me out too. Not like I'm going to fucking post three times a fucking week or anything like that. It's not going to bother you guys that much. Just do it. You'll be fine. KTShirts.net. Shirts always free shipping for 20 bones. Don't forget that. Jose Mesa underscore creator. I don't know if you can just give me a quick follow on that. And I'll even follow you if you tell me something. Right? So um, I, I just, I'm glad that I... Did do this today because I wasn't feeling the greatest mentally, but I had to do it because I was so excited about having such a great weekend and I couldn't help myself. So uh, thanks again, guys. And uh, thinking, what was it? What do I usually say? Thanks for taking. Thanks for stopping by and taking a listen. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by and taking a listen. Take two. I really do appreciate it. And I guess that's it. So I will see you guys later. Have a good night and a good week. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Oh, wait. I'll talk at you soon. There it is. Later. That's a fucking wrap. <laughs>